0: What's up everybody? Welcome back to Bros Talking. This is a special episode. It is a spoiler cast of The Boys Season 1 and Season 2. If you haven't seen those, that show, go back and watch it right now. It's fantastic. Nick and I did a long, long-winded recap that I actually took out because it was all over the place. It was kind of hard to follow, so... We're just going to jump right into our rankings of our favorite characters, what we thought about the seasons, and so on and so forth. If you new to Bros Talk, go over to brostalkapod.com, where we have so much other content for you, including a YouTube video. It would be dope if you got that YouTube video to 100 views. Uh, we have more stuff coming in the pipeline, so just stay tuned. And uh, thanks for listening. You guys are awesome. Now, on to the episode. And that recap was a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. But because there's so much, there's, there's so, so much. And we skipped over a lot of things. We skipped over mm-hmm. uh, Starlight being arrested, or being captured by the seven and being put in a cell. Um we skipped Starlight's over Maeve's entire storyline. Maeve's entire like we we skipped on a lot of stuff. And this show is just there's just so much in every episode that we can. Uh, if we recap the entire se- series right now would probably be about two and a half hours long just to do the recap. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's basically that might have been hard to sit through and, and get through as we jumped all over the place yeah. telling you what was yeah. going on. We're also expecting that if you're listening to this, you have watched. Yes. So don't expect to listen to this and be like, hey, I want to know what happened in the boys detail by detail because you (laughs) would not fucking get that. What what happened in episode six? Yeah. um, But it's just just such a good show. Nick, I want to know which season did you like better, season one or season two? I think I like season one better just because I was so naive to it you know like i had no idea what was going on so like watching it watching it the feeling of watching those episodes for the first time when it first came out was just such a cool feeling You're like i have to watch the next episode like you're hooked instantly and i think the the action in season one was a lot like more intense not uh, not necessarily more intense just faster paced and i think that's what i liked about it but i really really enjoyed season two I liked all the character development. There's so many different storylines going on, which is pretty cool. Um, but I, I would I would have to say season one was just a tad better than season two. Yeah, so I'm also going to agree with you that I like season one better. But I think the, the reason is, is I had no expectations for season one. I didn't know if I was going to like it. I didn't right, know if exactly. I, was, I would get hooked. And then once mm-hmm. I realized what this show was waiting for season two, I'm like, I know this show is going to be good. Like, I know this season's going to be good. So I wasn't like blown away by it um i think that the twist which so which twist do you think is better season the end of season one where it finds out you find out ryan is alive ryan has a thing and Becca's is alive with a, with homelander's son or that the twist that newman was the one that was blowing up all the heads especially in the courtroom which we didn't talk about which was an awesome scene that's tough to answer because we got to see how the first twist played out and we don't know how the second twist is playing out So I think I'm going to say that I think the bigger twist is finding out that Newman is a hero, uh, not a hero, but has superpowers. Yeah. And is using them to, I don't know if she's using them against Vought yet. Like, I'm not entirely sure her play here. So that's why. So my honest opinion, my honest thought is that she is working with Vought. That's what I think, too. I think she's working with Edgar Vought somehow. Edgar, Stan Edgar. yes (laughs) yes <laughs> uh, I think she definitely I think she's like the the inside man on the on the the job that she she definitely is I think she's working for VOD but she she has a way to So she, she's the one that can deal with all the the government issues going on in VOD like she has a way to tell stagger're hey they're not gonna let you in the military unless you do this this or this and then Staniger's like okay let's do that and that and that but you have to fight against it I, like you know what I mean Yeah. I think she's an inside man to get to the top of the government. And then maybe she'll reveal herself that she's been working with Vod all along or something like that. Some super villain dastardly plan. Um, But yeah, uh, the courtroom scene, I went back and rewatched it, which is a big scene that we didn't talk about.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, And when so like all the heads start blowing up. And if you watch it again, she is like looking around the courtroom and whenever she looks, someone blows up. It's really fucking well done. Interesting. It's yeah, I really watched, well done. I, I haven't watched that episode since. Uh, so like she, she like looks at the judge and the judge, as soon as he starts talking, his head blows up and then like she freaks out and she looks over. And as soon as she looks over uh, the guy in the wheelchair, his head blows up and then oh, everyone starts. Yeah. Everyone starts freaking out. And then she, um, What's the what's the name
1: of the lady from the CIA? Oh, uh, Matt, not Madeline. Uh, uh, fuck, what's her name? Fuck. Um, I don't oh, remember. I'm
0: looking. Uh, but as soon as she starts trying to pull her out. Uh, like she fights it and she doesn't want to leave. And as she like comes back in the room, she blows up more people's heads. Including her, uh, her set her, her like her assistant. Yep, It's crazy. It's really good. Fuck. What was her name? Mallory uh, Mallory. Yes, Mallory. So Mallory tries to pull her out because she's a very important person. And. Uh, Newman fights it. And when she like fights away, she blows up more people. Uh, So it's super well done it's super well scripted and you just don't think it's her like and and honestly when the season was ending I was like we're never gonna find out who the head exploder was until until the uh, the church guys like I have so much more information on superheroes just like push through our, our tax bill. Like let us let us not get that letter taxes yeah. a bill and she's like, I'll do it. Let let us be let us be tax let us be tax exempt and I will help you take down Vaught. That's what the Church of the Collective yeah. said. And, and she was like, Awesome. Let's and do it. She's standing outside and the then she and blows up. his head up. And it's like, oh fuck. Like, oh shit. So yeah. that also makes makes me think that why how she's working for VOT. She didn't know how they probably didn't know how Stormfront's information leaked. And then she found out because the fucking church of the direct Church of the Collective's director told her and told the, yeah. the entirely wrong person. <laughs> yeah, That would make sense that she's working for Vaught because they found out they have so much information on soups, so they don't want that information yeah. getting out. It's crazy. It's crazy, dude. It's insane. It's such a good show. Um, but I mean, I spoiled it earlier. Let's do a ranking real quick. All right, I'm, this is off the top of my head. I did. Yep, yeah, I did not for prepare the for you. So give me your. Let's do let's do ranking uh, do you want to just do characters or do you want to do do, Let's do top three soups and top three non soups. That's what I was gonna do. All right. Uh, so give me your top three soups first. Okay. So number three, you're probably not gonna agree with this, but I always have always liked him. My number three is A Train. I know you're not supposed This season made me like like A Train You're not supposed to like him. No, 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 no. Uh, No, no till you're not supposed to like him. Um, <laughs> no, yes, yeah, okay. no, no. <laughs> let me let me explain. <laughs> You're not supposed to like him in season one because he basically sets off the entire chain of events that that ha- make the boys happen. He kills uh Huey's girlfriend by running through her. Turns out he's a drug addict, he's very ego, he, he's also egotistical, not as much as Homelander, but he needs to be the best, he needs to be the fastest, so that's why he uses Compound V. His girlfriend, Popclaw. Uh, he uses her to get ahead in life, and then basically pushes her to the side, and then murders her. Um, so you're not supposed to like him at all. But he has a heart attack at the end of season one. Uh, he comes back in season two, I think in episode three, after being bedridden for a long time, hating Starlight, wants to wants to basically end her time in the Seven. But he knows that he's also kind of in it because of a, because of the Compound V addiction. And then at the end, where he joins the Church of the Collective and basically says, "Fuck this! I'm getting like Stormfront out of there because she's a bad person." I, and I quote, "Fuck that Nazi bitch." Yep, that's what he said. So that's good. what he said. That's what he. That's what he says to uh, Huey and uh, Starlight as he's giving them the uh, info about Stormfront being a Nazi. Um, I I just really I, I do enjoy his character. Not that he's the best or my like necessarily favorite. I I just really do enjoy his character. Yeah. Um. For me, I, honestly, I hated A-Train season one because you're supposed to. Like you said, you're not supposed mm-hmm. to like him in season one. Uh, but this season, I really enjoyed A-Train. I really enjoyed everything he did because he was so skeptical of literally everything. He was skeptical of, of the seven. He was skeptical of Stormfront. He was skeptical of the church. Like He still doesn't like Stormfront, or uh, still doesn't like Starlight. He still doesn't like Huey. He still doesn't like the boys, but he's, he was willing to work with them to help bring down not even just to help bring down to help get himself back up like on his own. Field. That's all like, it was. It's not it's not to bring down Vaught at all. It's to get Stormfront out so he can get back in and get his yeah. money and get his cars because that's what he was and nervous and shoe about. deals. Yeah. He was nervous when he got kicked out of Vaught. He was upset that he's losing all his money, all his fame, all the cars, all that kind of stuff. So he's very materialistic as well as being e- egotistical. So that's what he wants. He doesn't care about doing anything right. He just wants stuff for him. Yeah, I I also I'll also put A Train number three for me. Mm -hmm. I I I really enjoy A Train. All right,
1: so my number
0: two, my number two would probably be this. This is tough because I want to say Black Noir. But he's not a big character. Like he doesn't yeah. necessarily have a lot going on, but I really like his his screen time, I enjoyed every little ounce of screen time he had. From season one, he had absolutely nothing to do. Like they had one episode where he searched out the female who turned out to be Kamiko, uh, and Fucking had kicks awesome, her ass. Awesome fight with her, kicks her ass, and he thinks he murders her, but she's a soup and she comes back. Um, And then the only other scene I feel like he's in is he's playing the piano at the Christmas party, and it's hilarious. There's a piano play. There's a Christmas party for Vaught. It's a flashback scene, and there's someone playing the piano, and he walks up to them, sits on the piano bench, and just stares at the pianist until the pianist is like, "All right," and gets up and leaves. And then Black Noir like kind of like like cracks his knuckles and then just starts playing piano, and it's hilarious. I feel like that's the only other time you see him in season one, and then season two. He has a few scenes where he uh uh he's hunting Butcher and, and the boys and he has a it's pretty cool interaction with them. Uh he's seen crying in the hallway when they find out that all superheroes are man-made, not born. <laughs> and it well, his last episode that you see him in, he uh tries to fight Storm not Storm uh Starlight. Because she's breaking out of Vought after being held in custody. And you find out that he has a severe peanut allergy, and that basically turns him into a vegetable because they use, um, they give him an almond joy. They shove an almond joy down his throat and kick his EpiPen away and leave him to die. And then the last episode, you hear that he's stable. They don't know if he did any brain damage, but he's not. Like he's not a he's basically not alive. He's a potato. That's what Homelander calls him. Okay, so Black Noir is a potato. Yeah. So we don't know we don't know what's coming for uh Black I hope, Noir. I hope he's fine. I hope he's fine. I hope he's fine. He's, too. He is a good character. He's basically a robot. He doesn't say anything. So he one he of my favorite yeah, he, he has no command. lines. He has None. no lines. He does not talk. And one of my favorite lines in the entire show is Stormfront and Homelander are fighting and Storm and homeland is like I gotta go I gotta go run lines with noir because <laughs> they are <were laughs> filming a movie and that's his excuse to leave is to go run lines with noir who doesn't talk <laughs> it's just like the ultimate insult to Stormfront it's so fucking good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh man it's yeah, so, so good So like black noir is not a very I mean he's he, he has an impact but he's not not as impactful as the other superheroes but he's, he's I enjoy him whenever he's on screen yeah, uh, my number two, it sucks because like, I know our number ones are going to be the same. I know it. Yeah. It, uh, but we're talking soups, so we're not talking good guys versus bad guys, so I want to put Annie here. I want to put Starlight here. But I also want to put Maeve here. Because girls get it done. They're both so good. It's going to be a tie for me. Starlight and Maeve. And chair number two? Yeah. See, for me, Maeve doesn't do enough to justify number two until the last episode, but I think her build up to that last episode is what makes it awesome, because you see her getting pissed off in season one. You see her getting like, "Hey, I don't like. I don't really want to do this anymore. Like, I'm just kind of in it to for the money. Like, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to and do this. She, like, then she has the mental breakdown. Yeah, and after, like after uh, her girlfriend leaves. Yeah. So and then Storm for, or uh, Homelander outs her to the entire public. On a, in an interview, like on live TV, that she's gay or she's bisexual, and uh, Maeve is just like, "What the fuck? Like, how could you do this?" Like, she, you, it's like it all builds up for her to the at the end of the show or at the season to be like, "Fuck this, I'm done," and then decides to turn on on the seven sure. on on Homelanders yeah. and Stonefront. So I think mm-hmm. I think her whole arc of her making of making it. How she she cares but then she also doesn't care like she's really upset that they don't save the the plane full of people but then she also just kind of brushes it off like that's Homelander like that's what you yeah. get when you're with Homelander so I really 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 enjoyed that the arc led to her teaming up with with a Starlight and then obviously Starlight I have such a soft spot in my heart for her <laughs> I'm yeah, I'm, in loves- love, I'm in love with Starlight uh, she's so yeah. cool it's it's really cool star starlight's arc also is awesome because she starts off as this little i don't want to say naive but she kind of is she's no no super she, naive she 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 joins Vaught and is like all right i'm going to fight crime and yep. that's not even close to what she's actually doing as as member of the 7 yep. she finds out that all the all the crimes that she's going to be fighting are staged and that was so that way they look good and there's always press there and people are taking and pictures. Yeah, of never go to an actual crime because you don't like know who will be around and yeah. if you mess up someone will take a picture all and it'll be all over the internet all the and all, legal, so. all, all the legal consequences that can happen if you actually yeah. hurt someone Yeah, all that stuff. So she's, she's, she's realizes that Vought isn't all it's like cracked up to be. Yeah, uh, and her arc of, Falling in love with Huey and being with the boys, and and her and Butcher have an awesome relationship at the end of the season. is our series because they both bond over how much they love Huey. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's 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 just great. Uh, so I'm gonna put Starlight slash Mave at number two. Okay, that's fair. And our number ones are both Homelander, are correct? Oh, absolutely. Fucking Abe Anthony Star does not win an Emmy. It's rigged, bro. It's fucking like it's so good. It's he's He's, so good. He's so good at playing. Just a douchebag. A douchebag that you want to hate and you love to hate him. Yeah. But also are super interested to see what he does next. Mm -hmm. Like you hate Mm -hmm. what he does, but you can't wait to watch more of him. He's just a mass murderer. Like that's all he is. Yeah. And he's so charismatic and he's so over the top and. So all about Homelander. Nothing matters in Homelander's world besides how Homelander is feeling. Other than Homelander, yep. And Anthony Starr just does a fucking phenomenal job. And literally, like, there are no words to describe how good he is. Of an actor, not yes, not a character, like not not Homelander being good. No, no, Anthony Starr. How how good of an actor he is. How awesome he he was in the show or is in the show. Mm -hmm. It makes me want to watch Banshee. I've heard nothing but good things about Banshee, and he's one of the main characters in Banshee. I think. Interesting. You think? <laughs> well, he he was advertising yeah, it, so. I think so. I think he's the main character in it. I'll find out if I start watching it. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But yeah, Homelander Hol- is just such a good character because of how much you hate him.
1: Yeah, but, absolutely.
0: All right, let's do uh, three non-soups, which sucks because I love Kamiko, but she's technically mm-hmm. a superhero. I know. She she okay, I, I, almost, I almost put her as number three, but A Train, A Train took that. Um, but I do I have love a Kimiko. I have a very, very soft spot in my heart for Kamiko because she's just so awesome. She's like, she I, I can't so describe cool. any characters in the show besides awesome. Like, yeah. One thing we will say about Kamiko is she doesn't say a word. She, uh, you learn more about her character in season two, also with this giant character development season, and you find out that she lost the will to talk when she witnessed her parents being murdered. Yep, and now she just does sign language. She, just, uh, she created her own sign language with mm-hmm. her brother, who was then murdered in front of her eyes. Also, so she's mm-hmm. had a pretty traumatic life. But um, she teaches Frenchie how to sign, so that way she has someone to communicate with, which yep. is really nice. Um, I thought she was going to talk at the end of season two at, at the very lesson when she starts laughing, and you're like, "Oh fuck!" Just she laughs. makes noise and then starts beating the shit out of Stormfront. Uh, yep. So my number three for human would have to be <laughs> oh fuck it had to be mm I'm also mm. so I yeah. think we're gonna if we're both have the same number three I think we're gonna have the same two and one also I probably uh mm it, it's a toss-up because some episodes I like Frenchie so much more than some episodes, like they're both great comic relief yeah, they're both so good, but I, I think MM, you kind of feel for more in this series, uh, this season, especially when he wants to get like when he finally sees his daughter and his wife again, he was like, shit. Well, yeah, dude, I don't think awesome. they, I don't think they show his wife, but they show wife his daughter. Was yeah, the, yeah, his wife was pissed at him for for them having to the leave. <laughs> but uh, in season one, where he's always on the phone with her, and he's like, oh, if you watch an episode of Downton Abbey, I'll I'll have to be behind. You can't like yeah. it, it's so good. <laughs> like I just I love him so much, and I was. So afraid. I was afraid that he was going to be the one to kick the bucket because you find about he found out a lot about like his past with his dad and why he's doing the things he's doing, um, and then how he has a um a vendetta now against Stormfront because she murders black people like she just hates it so like he like I don't know I just love I love MM yeah yeah it's it's tough it definitely was tough because Frenchie has great episodes also where you learn about his backstory about how the reason why. Um, he let Mallory's grandkids pass or get burned by Lamplighter, which is a whole other storyline. Yeah, that we talk about he to, yeah, he went to save his best friend who was having an overdose for yep. ten minutes. He left for ten minutes, and in that ten minutes, that's when Mallory's grandkids were murdered. But like, so that's he's had to live with that. He went and saved his friend. Instead of saving the kids for his boss. So but he didn't know like he was gonna get murdered, so like he right. thought he was just gonna be leaving and then going back. Like Yeah, they and then his friend ended up dying a couple weeks later. So he Of another overdose. He, yep. Yeah, he's had to live with that for his entire like professional career, like the last ten years or whatever. Four yeah. years, five years, I think. So Frenchie definitely is a fantastic character and his love for Kamiko really kind of Brings him back down to earth, so he's not just this crazy guy who makes bombs. He
1: mm-hmm.
0: he does have feelings, which is nice. But I'm gonna go MM Mother's Milk, who's also in, his real name is Marvin because Mallory yep. is the only one who calls him that. Yep, um, he's he's my number three. Also, my number two is going to be the the lens of the whole show is going to be Huey. Correct, is my number two. Also, <laughs> he's. He like he's the audience. He's he's the one who's witnessing everything. At least in season one. In season two, he's takes kind of takes a back seat in season two. Yeah, he's the moral compass of season one. Yeah, he he's yeah he's the audience. He's you're seeing everything through the eyes of Huey. What the fuck is happening in this crazy ass world that they live in? Yeah, he's introduced to the world of the underground world of soups, just as we are. Yep. Um, like when he goes when he goes to that nightclub in episode one and sees all superheroes drinking, doing drugs, having sex with each other, like he's like, what is this? Like yeah. super religious guy, like like I think having the super religious guy hooking up with two guys at one time and like, yeah. whoa, like what's going um, on? So he we all see it all together with 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 Huey. Very, very relatable character. Uh he's just he also provides a lot of good comic relief, especially in season two. Uh especially when he's supposed to be two. when he's supposed to be babysitting Lamplighter. It's just that's one of the best scenes in the entire show when he mm-hmm. when he and Lamplighter are watching porn together. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Superhero porn. Yeah. And then, and he was just like, You can't just sit here and watch porn all day. Well, no, he's like, You can't watch this when the sun's out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, it's so good! And then uh, his love for Billy Joel and how they incorporated a bunch of Billy Joel songs into the season two is just—it's mm-hmm. mm, Chef Kiss. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. It is, and just his 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 um transition from going from vengeance to not basically like he went from wanting to avenge his girlfriend who was murdered by a mm-hmm. superhero to basically saying. There's a, there's a bigger picture here than just me. Yeah, and watching that transition, like, was awesome. His character is going from pure rage, and he had he did have rage because I'm pretty sure they were like insinuating that he was bipolar in the first few episodes. But I honestly yeah. think it was, just, I honestly think it was just his rage taking over. I don't know if yeah. it was bipolar or not. They never really revisited that. No, it, I forgot. I actually honestly forgot about that. That like there'd be episodes where he's just like so fucking angry. Like it's scenes where he's just mm-hmm. a different looks like he's a different character. Basically, he, everything, goes, everything, yeah, every, everything just goes silent. But yeah, so watching that transition, it's just a lot of fun and seeing him just kind of like calm down a lot and realize that what he had with Stormfront and that's God damn it. What he had with <laughs> I Starlight a slash Annie. I, 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 fuck, it's so easy to do. Watching what he had with Annie, realizing that that's true. That's real. Like it's the first real thing he's felt since losing his girlfriend. Yeah. Like he and wanting to hold on to it. It's he's just an awesome yeah, character, kidding. and he's played Jack Quaid plays him. Yes, very Jack well. Quaid is awesome. Um, but our number one, and it sucks that we barely mentioned him at all <laughs> in like the recap. Like we didn't talk about him. But our number one is definitely Billy Butcher. Mm-hmm. If I had to do a full on character rank of the entire show, Billy Butcher would be and my number too. one. Like, dude. Fucking what a good character. One of the more badass characters on any television show. I think And I've he's such a douche at sometimes like you fucking hate him. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're like, God, Butcher, okay. what the fuck are you doing? Like, why are you doing the things that you're doing? But goddamn, does mm-hmm. Carl Urban, Carl goddamn Urban, knock it out of the park playing Billy Butcher. Yeah, a perfect cast. Like, honestly, like, I don't think you could find someone who's as diabolical. I'm gonna use one of his own words: as diabolical as Billy Butcher is, but also as lovable as he is. Like mm-hmm. goddamn, fucking fantastic. He says, some, he says some funny shit too. Like he's got some great lines. Season one, he's just nonstop badass. Season two, there's a little bit of a lull in his in his badassery. So his I kind of word. alluded to so like it that. at the beginning like probably an hour ago at this point, uh, that season two is definitely more about like the boys take a backseat in season two for the first half mm-hmm. of like, for the first like six episodes of season two, the boys kind of take a backseat. Butcher the, is to barely to in episode one. Of season yep. two. He only shows up at the end. Yeah. Right? That's what I mean. Like yeah. barely in episode one. Yeah. Like, and not, not just like butcher takes a backseat, but the boys in general, like their group, what they're doing kind of takes a backseat to what the fuck's happening during the superhero, like with the superheroes. Yeah. Um, And Butcher is definitely more apparent in season one, but like his moments in season two where he fights Noir is so cool. Yeah. Like when he fights Noir, when he, when he goes and he threatens uh, Vogelbaum to make him testify in court. Yep. When he's talking about his daughter and how, like he, like he's gonna like kill his daughter and stuff and like he's that. Gonna, he's gonna he's gonna murder him. He's gonna murder his daughter and then he's gonna find the rest of his family and he's gonna murder them too. <laughs> and <then laughs> like while and then they serve him tea and he's like drink. Hmm, haven't had a good cuppa in a while. It's like oh my god, yeah. dude, what the fuck? <laughs> nah, he, he's he's super badass. Um, and you can like kind of see him get deranged at points, and that's why him and Huey work so perfectly together is because Huey is his his, his good cool down his like back yeah back. like yeah he like cools him down calms yeah. calms him down and stuff so yeah mm calls uh Huey his canary yeah because everyone needs a canary i fr- i forget what the reason what the canary was <laughs> i also like what he, what what exactly he says like like you need a canary to make sure you're still alive or something like that like once you lose your canary you're screwed yeah like don't lose your canary something like that i, I don't really remember the the actual quote but but yeah billy butcher it helps that he has the australian accent makes him a I'm little bit cooler pretty sure it's new zealand yeah new, new zealand is technically in australia as a continent so <laughs> is it it's not its own continent i know that zealand, but is, is it, it included australia? in australia yeah where else would it be it's right next to australia you think new zealand's part of south africa south america
1: New Zealand is part of Australia. It's right there. If we're talking continents, not countries, it's obviously its own country. That I know. Huh.
0: There's only seven continents, you know. that? No, right? I, I, I know. I know we're talking <laughs> about continents, but I don't I don't know where the <laughs> fucking now I'm thinking about it. Where the fuck else would it be? Like, I never, never thought about it. Never thought where New Zealand would be. Because you, when you think about it, what's the only country that's a continent is Australia, and you don't think about the con the countries that are surrounding Australia, like Papua New Guinea, but- are also part of that continent. Yeah, I, yeah but, but yeah, you just I guess you just don't think of it. I don't know. If, I don't know. You know. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying like I understand that New Zealand is part of Australia as a continent, but you don't think about it. Like, cause when you talk about Australia, you talk about Australia being the only country that's also a continent. You know, Australia isn't like all of Australia. That's not the country. Australia, like Australia itself is on like the bottom of the continent.
1: What the fuck are you talking about? No, it's not. <laughs> Australia, the entire, the entire mass is Australia. Are we sure about this? Yes.
0: <laughs> Look at this. Okay, like, yeah, 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 I'm thinking of like am <laughs> like about? I'm thinking of like provinces and stuff. Yeah, I'm wrong. But New Zealand is part of the continent of Australia. Is it? <laughs> are you sure? Where is it? Asia? I don't know. <laughs> like what about Papua New Guinea? Right, Cuz New Guinea's right above Australia, but I think that's part of Asia.
1: What continent is New Zealand part of?
0: New Zealand is not a part of the continent of Australia, but separate submerged continent of Zealandia. New Zealand and Australia are both part of the Oceania subregion known as Australasia, with New Guinea being Melanesia. So you were wrong. <laughs> yeah, I was. So was. I was. Like, I, don't, I don't fucking get it, dude. Okay. So, yes, the fact that Billy Butcher has a New Zealand
1: accent is awesome. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm sweating now. That was, it's not that was even. Hot. It, after having an in-depth study of the continents individually, we can say that New Zealand is not a part of any continent, which is that's so weird. That's that is weird. That's so strange. It's Hashtag of, make make New Zealand part of Australia. No, I guess I mean I guess they don't want to be part of Australia. So it's called Ocean Oceania. So Oceania is that's like, like a, the region? I the national flags of Oceania. Yeah, I guess so. So, Oceania includes Australia, the federal states of Micronesia, Fiji, Kiribati, the Marshall Islands, Nauru, New Zealand, Palau, Papua New Guinea, Samoa, Samoan Islands, Tonga, Tuvalu, Vanuatu. Oh my gosh! Uh, um, yeah,
1: interesting. Who knew? Huh? You yeah, learn something new, something new every day. Every day. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Anyway, Billy Butcher. <laughs>
0: Is the best character in the show. Mm-hmm. We've been uh, we've been going at this <laughs> for a long time, yeah. All right, so let's end it here. What do you think? What what storyline are you looking forward to the most? Besides Newman being a soup. Besides, like he be working for Newman. Yeah. Um. There's the huge red herring where you thought that the head exploder was Cindy. Yep. So I'm looking forward to see if they actually bring Cindy back. I'm sure they will. They will. Um. But what other than that, I don't think I feel like Ryan won't play a part anymore. I feel like Ryan won't be a thing until maybe like season four or five. They're they're tucking him away for later. Yeah. Like I don't think he'll be in season three. Uh so I want to see. I'm looking forward to the seven versus Homelander. Mave, Mave and Starlight are part of the Seven. They're in there. They're in the tower with with Homelander. I'm looking forward to see how that plays out. And with A Train knowing that like shit's going down and knowing that Starlight isn't who she is, like who isn't who she says she is. But now Homelander does that too. So I don't know if Homelander and A Train will team up. I don't know if T- A Train will switch al- allegiances and align herself with Mave and Starlight. Like I'm, I'm very curious to see the the superhero dynamic of next season.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What about you? Um. Definitely that. I feel like they're going to have to add another superhero. I don't know if Black Noir is going to become... They've already announced who the next superhero is going to be. Oh, did they? I yes. think I, I think I saw it. Who is it? Soldier Boy? Oh, yes. Yep. Who was the uh, first superhero to fight in World War Two? Yes. I believe he is yes. basically Captain America. Yeah. Um. So he's going to be a part of the Seven? I think... They don't really say it's uh, played by Jensen Eccles, who is from Supernatural. So I feel like he's going to be going to have a prominent role. But they also said that uh, they're also like, hey, Sean Ashmore is going to play Lamplighter in season two. And people are like, wow, that's fucking crazy. And then Lamplighter was in two episodes. So I don't two know. Episodes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know you're not excited for this, but I'm really kind of looking forward to see what, seeing what they do with The Deep. Because all season was about The Deep Kind of changing his life for the better to make it back into the seven and at the season finale they told him no you're not back in the seven and he started freaking out so i kind of want to see where that goes he went back to his old self does does he go back to his old self and just become a douchebag but his old self when he was down he was basically just drinking himself to death like that's what he was doing he's not going to do that again because bringing him out of that oblivion again is just going to be annoying so he might do it for a set like a second or something but I want to know if he joins the boys to bring down Vaught because he's pissed at them, or if he—I don't think the boys would allow him because he's a joke to everybody. Yeah, he's a—he's a joke to the seven. He's a joke to the boys. There's um, a really cool and, season and now he in season two <laughs> where he uh, runs up on the boys with a with an army of dolphins, and then they kill they and a whale, and they kill the whale he's riding, and then he's taken out of the game because like he's so upset that the whale's dead. <laughs> yeah, he he decided not to follow them because he was caring for the dying whale instead yep. of following them to go after them. But yeah, so I'm kind of excited to see what happens with the deep and I know that's not a popular opinion. Uh, Definitely not popular here for me at least because I think he's probably the most useless character, but that can also set him up to be have an awesome character redemption moment in season three or season four. Like I feel like potentially I just don't know know what it would be because they set his character up to be the laughing stock of everybody else. Yeah. So, I mean, a prediction for me, I'm going to make a really bold prediction here, is that the end of the show, uh, the end of the entire run, the Deep is going to be the leader of the Seven. What, Whatever that means. Whatever that means. Whether they're not corporate anymore and they're actually literally just like the Justice League, like just superheroes, um, or if they, they still are corporate and whatever, the Deep is going to somehow redeem himself so much that he's going to be the leader. Because that's all he cares about is getting back into the Seven. Yeah. Also. But I feel like I feel like I feel like it'll lean more towards that they're actually just superheroes, fighting. They don't care about approval ratings. So like that he he that wants to case, do it for be the world. In charge. Yeah. But maybe Starlight doesn't want to do it because she like, you know what I mean. So I, I have a okay. feeling you might want to drop the Vought name. Well, that. But yeah, they won't be the Vought Seven. They'll just be the Seven, or or they'll be like the super defenders or something stupid like you know what i mean like the super friends you know what i mean yeah uh, and i feel like annie will probably have enough of that and not want to do it anymore and that's where the deep comes in he takes over maybe redemption i don't i don't see that happening but we'll see we don't know how long this show's gonna go on so that i could you know four years later i could be like i fucking called it or like wow i was way yeah. off the deep <laughs> the deep died in that se- episode one of season three yeah we'll see but but yeah that's the boys, man, and bro, guys. If you guys are still listening, fucking thank you. Holy shit! Yeah, seriously, man. What a uh, what a train wreck this was. <laughs> uh, not really a train wreck. It was just more like all over the place until we got to the rankings. But um, yeah, yeah. We'll uh, yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, what what do you guys think after season three? Well, <laughs> yeah, except it'll be a lot easier. So I think. Uh, this is a bre- definitely a new form of episode that we're doing. Um, I should have probably said this at the beginning that this won't be an every week thing. Uh, we are doing one in two weeks time for season one of The Mandalorian, which will be so much easier to describe and to so go much over easier than than, uh, than the boys. So uh, we will be doing another spoiler cast of season one with predictions for season two of The Mandalorian, which comes out October 30th. Uh, If you guys do like this and for some strange reason wanted to hear more, go over to uh, www.brostalkingpod.com where all of our normal episodes are. And a bunch of other stuff is including a YouTube video that would be really cool if you guys got 200 views. And we have more YouTube content and all that good stuff. We have more content on the way. Uh, Nick, if people wanted to talk to you about the boys and why the Deep is the worst character, where would they go? Uh, They can go to my Instagram and Twitter are both N-I-C-K-A Zero, two, three. Head on over to Instagram and Twitter for me at Amazing Asthmatic. Twitch.tv slash Amazing Asthmatic as well. You can catch all those links at brostalkingpod.com in the contact section. Until next time, guys, thank you so much for listening. And the boys should win all the Emmys. All the Emmys. See you all later, guys. Emmys. Boom.